are tuned for your head top, so watch how you speak on my name, you know? And welcome into the In the Mix with Mike podcast, episode number four, season two, with my great co-host, as always. Yo, we in for a deep one tonight. Jose, who is My voice was a little raspy there, but we in for one tonight, bro. We in for one for sure. All right, so let's get to it, Jose. The goat. The fucking goat, bro. It happened last night. This was going to be the Super Bowl picks prediction. We're going to come out with that. That had to be put to hold. For, for a little while. LeBron James. Yeah, we have to kick the show off. LeBron, bro, the king. LeBron James passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on the all-time scoring record. And we hear... How do you feel about it? Bro. I know bro, you're excited. It's crazy to me because it's like... Talk to me. I think we need to give LeBron his flowers. Like, mm-hmm. for a quick minute, we literally... Like, people are probably giving him his flowers, but... I feel like throughout the years, like, people, like, find things to, like, nigga pick at and try to, like, break his 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 greatness, feel me? So, what was it? Uh, he was drafted straight out of high school. 2000, yeah, 2003. LeBron James comes out of high school with the highest expectations mm-hmm. out of any athlete that we've seen yeah. in the last 20, 25 years. Yep. 30 years, you could probably say. Easily. High expectations coming straight out of high school. And, you know, the, the pressure's on. And here we are today. And he is the number one scorer of in NBA history, bro. Yep. 20, 20 years. 20, 20 years. Yep. They said he wasn't going to win a ring. He did that. Four. He won four. Four MVPs. Mm. Four finals MVP. Mm. Number one leader in playoff points in NBA history, bro. It's like, I'm like at a loss for words because <laughs> you try to give this guy his flowers and it's like, what hasn't he accomplished, bro? Yeah. And we sat back and we watched the game and it was just like, bro, we literally witnessing history. Like, not too many greats come come around like that. And for us to say like, yo, we literally saw Braun from the beginning till now and his cement is still wet. Like, his cement's not dry. Like, you can't carve anything yet on his stone. Feel me? So, it's like, this guy, like, he's the greatest of all time. Like, the debate is over. Mm. It has to be over. I felt like the debate was over probably about four or five years ago. But this right here is, like, it proves everything. You guys say, oh, he's not a scorer. He doesn't, you know, he's a pass first player. I lead the league in history. In points, I'm top ten in rebounds, top ten in assists, four championships down, and he's not done, bro. It's an amazing accomplishment. It definitely is. And what he did last night, going for thirty eight last night, was was impressive. I it mean, was. He did that in the third quarter, basically. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's amazing that we were, you know, really debating before the game, like. Do we take him? Do we take him over 35? Like, I was looking at 35, over 35 points. I took him for 32, and he cleared that early. Yeah. And I think, like, before the game, I was like, I went back, and I, I kind of regretted it because I was like, damn, I took him at 25. Like, I, I actually and think we, he wasn't going to do it against the Bucs. I really did. Yeah. I was like, it makes sense. Kareem, that's his two teams. But then as you, you know, as I put the bet in, but then the game was coming up. You see these stars like Jay-Z, Kareem right there. You know, all Bad Bunny, all celebrities, D Bad Bunny, Wade, D Wade, everyone, the, the Lakers owner, two rows off the court. Phil Knight. Exactly. LeBron, all black, yeah. shades on, suitcase. I was yeah, like, that right okay, there, he's going to do it. Yeah, when he came and dressed like that, like, that's a man on a mission. Yes. He was like, yo, tonight I, I, I can't let these people down. Like, I'm going to go out there and try to do it tonight. I, I personally thought he, he wasn't going for it tonight, but then it's like 36 is like, it's not like to say like 36 points is easy to go get, but that's Braun. I don't think Braun would have went out there with all those people mm-hmm. out there, everyone in attendance, and like, oh, I'd rather do it against the Bucks because, you know, it's no, worth No, he's more focused, there. obviously, yeah. He was and ready. that's what I was going to say. He wasn't going to waste the moment yeah, yeah, yeah. if he was there. You, you, you don't know? do that. So. No. And then His everyone, son's right there. Yeah. Family here, everyone, yep. best friends and Phil all that Knight. stuff. Yeah. So he's like, I got to go for it. And then there's a moment, I think, like in the second half, in the second half, right? He goes over by next to his two sons. He's like, yo, should I go for it? He's like, I can go eight and eight. So 
Mm-hmm. Eight points, third quarter, eight points. Fourth quarter, man goes on a mission and does it in one quarter. And he literally became the greatest scorer of all time, bro. And it's just like, it, it's, I'm at a loss for words at times because it's like, I don't feel like they're giving him the credit for it. Like, I feel like if this was Kobe or like Jordan passing Kareem, people would have went a whole lot crazier. Like, mm. and since this Braun is like, oh, he was supposed to do it, or like, they don't they don't respect it the way it should be respected. Like, this this record has been held for forty years. Okay. They didn't think it was gonna be passed by anyone. Yeah, I th- I think that you look at. You look at this accomplishment, and I, I think what what's there's a lot to take away from this, like this game, this this moment. What LeBron James was able to do is a phenomenal accomplishment in yeah. his own right. The fact that he's been able to play this long with this longevity by staying that healthy throughout his entire career, mm-hmm. not what, and for him to be able to score at the way. That he has been able to do it throughout his entire career. At will. At will. Getting to the basket when he needed the big shot, the fadeaway shot, the running jumper, the three ball. He has had all the shots. And last night, I think it was just such a aesthetic moment that he hit the fadeaway. And if you look at the picture that ESPN posted of everybody on their phones except Phil Knight was just such a, a crazy moment. Yeah, just like it, It's just an iconic moment. And I think it's just... That photo may be remembered for quite some time. Yeah, it would. I, the closest photo that I've seen, an NBA photo, was Jordan in 96 when he hit that shot against the Jazz in Game 6. Yeah, yeah. And then Kobe when he... Or 98, on, I'm sorry. Yeah. Another one was when Kobe was on top of the, the announcer's table with the ball. Oh, yeah. He's like doing that. his hands. Exactly. That's another iconic picture. Yes, exactly. Sure. It feels like there's always a picture that does captivate maybe yeah, yeah. a generation Whenever you or think about era, that time, yeah. that's the yes. image that comes to your head. Yes, and as much as LeBron has had so many classic moments, you know, like I said, his buzzer beater against the Mavericks where his team uh, on the Cavs, the big man, um, number 11. Who? For, for, uh, for who? Or not number 11. For, uh, I think it was Virgil. Virgil, yeah. Hugging him after he hit the buzzer beater against mm-hmm. the Magic where he banked that three in. Like, I Facts. remember that one was big. And, you know, obviously his moments on the heat, like the way the lob to LeBron. But, like, the that stare fo- down against Boston in game five. Or game seven. Or was that five or six? I, it was I think five. It was, I think it was six, actually. It was either game five or six. But it was, it, it yeah. was I think it was game six because it was going to send him into the seventh game where he actually – Close yeah. out the series. So I think it was game six when he has the headband and he's yep. like staring Looking down. Looking down, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the most iconic sports pictures. Yeah. He turned into a different animal that night. But I just think that photo, though, will live forever. Yeah, it'll age with time, especially th- what it means. You know, you have Phil Knight who signed him 20 years ago to Nike. And I think it was so, you know, it's just amazing. He breaks the record. The game stops with 10 seconds in the third. Nike cuts the advertisement in right after For he does sure. the speech. But Phil Knight in this picture is the only one not on a phone. Everybody in this photo is on their phone except even his even his two sons are on their phone recording this moment. And it's crazy to think about how Phil Knight is the only one in this photo not to have uh, his phone out in just the iconic moment. Just because he's it's, probably it just was, it was amazing. He's taking yeah. it all in. Yeah. It's like, and, it's, it's, and I respect him for that because it's yeah. like nowadays everybody's quick. It's like we literally see life through a cell phone. You go to a concert and you're, you're recording yeah. a whole concert. You're somewhere where you want to see things or an, uh, an event or what you call it. You're constantly recording and trying to capture it to show everyone around you or show all your friends and stuff. Mm. And you don't really get to just, you know what I'm saying? Let me put my phone down and actually like take this moment in. Yeah. For you my, did last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I wasn't worried about recording or any of that. I wanted to remember this from for the next 10, 15 years. Yo, where were you when Brown passed the hmm. all-time scoring record? And I'm going to be like, yo, we was in the crib, in the living room, me, Bill, and Mikey, we was just waiting for it to happen. And it happened. It happened, bro. And we what a clapped, And it was just an iconic moment. And we just got to cherish it, bro. That's greatness. Like, for, for for someone to do that now, we can literally say that probably won't be done for like another 40 to 50 years. Maybe. I mean, think about how, how long Kareem's record was up there for. Yeah, for a very long time. You know, like, and... It took LeBron's whole career. 
I just think in this day and age, it doesn't feel like they don't give that twenty enough credit. year careers. It feels like a lot of these guys are so athletic and they're so young. They just, you know what it but is. But it feels like they're at their peak for you know, and then the competition because how good competition is like. That's that, a longevity. That's, that's exactly. a longevity award. Yeah, for exactly. you to be to play at the top of your game for that long to be one to not be one of the best, but the best scorer mm-hmm. in NBA history. Yep, it's crazy. He. I feel like and he's gonna continue the that's that record could go up to forty thousand points. Oh yeah, he said he wants another two years, so I could definitely see it being. Bron could probably play another four years. Can I? Can I also get to maybe what I would say is, I, I got to vent about this, and you could vent on this as well. How how did the Lakers not win this game? I mean, for what it's worth, Shy played great, dropped thirty last night. Gidley yeah. played great. Thunder, for what it's worth, they won this game one thirty three to one. They're a great young team. Played great. They they're ahead of the Lakers, and they stay ahead of the Lakers in this game with the win. Um, but for me, it's frustrating because like I was looking at stats, a lot of the, the maybe. The critique to this uh, accomplishment of LeBron's is like every accomplishment that he had, they said they haven't won the game. And it's like, I don't know if that's going to fall on LeBron. He gave you 38 before the third quarter, and AD is sitting there with 11 points on the bench, not getting up and even cheering for LeBron. He was out of it the whole game. And it's like, what what are we... It was frustrating. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm generally confused with that conversation, I would say. And I mean, Jose, maybe... I, w- I would say, what is your take on this? Because I feel like... LeBron, I don't think hurts the team. Like on paper, I think they're a good a good team. The Lakers, they have a lot of talent. It's just like I don't believe that they're performing up to par. I think goes, LeBron is. I don't think he's taking away from everybody else. It just goes to show you, like he's playing around. He has a a set of players around him that are just not ready for that moment, hmm. and that's what separates the greats from everyone else. Like they can't live up to the moment. Like they just like you you. It's the, the moment is too big for you, and it's like no moment has ever been too big for Braun, and that's where he is, where he is today, and that's why he's had all the accolades and all the success because he steps up to the moment every single time. If he has to put the team on his back, he will, mm. and it's just what it is. Like those players, they look lost, they look more nervous than he was, mm. and I, and I understand that's like that's a big game. Like that game is gonna be watched. For years to come, it's going to be a historic game that people are going to go back to. And, and, like, you're a part of that game. And that goes that relates into why they supposedly said that, you know, Anthony Davis was upset and he didn't show any, like, enthusiasm or any, like, encouragement or any, like, happiness for LeBron's accomplishment. And he just sat there with, like, this blank face. It's just, like, shit like that is whack. Like, I don't know. It's just people can't live up to, to, to the moment and. He just captures it, mm. and I think Russell Westbrook kind of, kind of informs that in a sense of the way that he's played recently, to yeah. where he was a couple months ago, talking about the moment where when he was starting, you know, on the starting five, performed yeah. terribly. Like honestly, For now sure. now off the bench, or it was off the bench, they moved him off the bench. He started balling, gave him a little confidence. Now they want to bring him in the starting five again. He started, you know, playing pretty well, and then they can move him off. On and off the bench as he they was will. the only player that was like tri- really trying to like go out there, yeah, and bowl off for Braun. Mm-hmm. He did. He had a great AD night. He had last no nothing, no nothing in the tank last night, and which I feel like is like disrespectful, bro. Like this man has brought you to a winning to a winning team to a winning franchise. Had him at his peak of his career. AD. Had you sent the whole house for you. You're you're signed to his his management company. It's like this guy has basically, not not saying that you didn't work for anything that you have today, but he is taking you to the next level, like on the on the court and off the court, and you're not gonna like try to like. He could have clapped if he was hurt. Yeah, just clapped yeah, from yeah. the bench. There was no emotion and nothing at all, bro. Crazy. Nothing at all. And I knew something was weird when he came out with that stupid afro. It was like, eighty. What are you trying to do? Like, and it was just weird to me. I don't know. Like for. From the beginning of the game to, like, the end of the game, he had no, like, he had no drive. He wasn't, like, trying to ball up. He's letting Shy cook him up. He's getting no rebounds. He doesn't show any sign of, like, that he even wants to be yeah. in the game. And to do that to Braun is, like, bro, this guy made my, you a champion. My thing is just, like, you heard Braun say in the fourth quarter, now let's go win the game. 
and the Thunder were able to step up the whole night and throughout the moments of that game, and they were able to prevail with guys that, you know, on paper are not, you know, no, Anthony Davis. and The oldest player on that team is 25 years that's old. That's what I'm saying, and I don't understand. Shy outplayed AD in this game. He went for 30. Mm-hmm. How are you going to not play better throughout the game where – you know, you have a chance in the fourth quarter. They didn't bring him in till late in the game, and that's that's my thing. When Kobe finished up against the Jazz, everybody remembers what the Lakers did, and they won the game. Everybody yeah. said Kobe went nuts and put the team on his back. What he dropped like over sixty that night. I think it was like what sixty two. Yeah, sixty two, and he won the game like against the Jazz. Everybody was going crazy. I just wish that they would have at least you know ended the night the right way at least the Lakers, but. Once again, it just feels like that's just been time and time again, the frustrations there. And unfortunately, that's been the long picture. But in this moment, amazing accomplishment. Congratulations sure. to LeBron James. To the GOAT. To, to the, the greatest of Shout all time. Out. The greatest of all time. Like, There's no more debate. Anybody can come up here and argue that for, for MJ or for whoever you believe is better than LeBron. We can sit here and debate for the next hour. We'll talk We'll talk he, maybe after LeBron's career. Yeah. I'm going to wait. I'm going to no, wait. I want to see what he does before. He's a great of all time, bro. We'll see what uh we'll see how that goes, but we wanted to uh start the show off with that. Now, it is a big weekend, Jose. Yes, absolutely. We have been waiting a while for this one. It is Super Bowl weekend this weekend. The Philadelphia Eagles play the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> we here in the Super Bowl. You predicted it. We here. In Arizona. The Eagles will have a uh, their favorite by minus one and a half. They one a and a half? One and a half point advantage, I guess, if you will. They are the home team here. Um, going with the home greens. Chiefs going with the whites, the road whites. What do you think? Talk to me. I, I mean, this I'm excited. I've never been more ready for a football game ever. I mean, obviously because of the birds. But, like, this game is exciting. Like, I'm of really course, pumped for this one. It's a Super Bowl, bro. Like, you have to be excited. Like, we got. That doesn't come around too often. Like, we got two Kelsey's playing in the Super Bowl. We got the Andy Reid Bowl. We got a lot of headlines here. It's ready. It's, it's time. This is, it, it, we, this is the moment we've been waiting for. We've been watching them bowl out for the last five weeks. You know, they're healthy. They've made all the right plays. They, you know, they stomped on a couple teams like the Giants. And 49ers, yeah. 49ers, where they just ramsacked them. And now they're going to go up against a team that, you know, has a lot of firepower. Yep. Just like them. And it's going to be exciting. Like, these are the Super Bowls that you want to watch. Like, the yeah. young, studded quarterbacks on both sides. Powerful wide receivers. Teams. Yeah, wide receivers on both sides. Good tight ends. Like, two super teams going at it. And it's, it's, it's going to be a great one. Like, this is going to be one for the ages. And Patty continues to make it to the dance, and can he win another one? Can he win his second? Mm. There's a lot of questions with the Chiefs here because if they win this this game, now they have two Super Bowls, you know, in a, what, four-year span there? Mm-hmm. We're talking about a dynasty. I mean, it's already impressive what no, they're already No, they're already a dynasty. Bro. Yeah, but this, I think, would even cement them into – Another level because I think if they don't win this game, now you have Patrick Mahomes. As much as he's gotten to the Super Bowls, I think the question now is, you know, when's he going to win it? Another one like this, you know, Man, because it's it's hard to get there. It's first really, of all, especially how good the Bengals are, how good the Bills are. And the NFL is rare, yeah, very very rare that you see a, a team win one Super Bowl. Is even more rare to see a Super Bowl team make it back to back. So for to to see what Patty's doing is like shit. Like he's he's the guy, and he's going up against a strong Philadelphia Eagles mm. team that doesn't really have any holes in their team. Like they have a superstar at every position that they they need: running back, quarterback, wide receivers. Everything offensive line like that line is insanely good. Mm. Absolutely, with Lane great, Johnson, great, of, great offensive coordinator, great defensive coordinator. Like yep. you guys are stacked, but Patty's just one of those guys that with just a couple people he can get it done. And I, I, I want to edge it to Patty this year, bro. But honestly, like, do we have a prediction? 
I'm I'm going with Philly, bro. Hey, okay, okay. I'm going with Philly just for the simple fact that, bro, they're just they're they're a really really good team, and they're gonna put up a lot of points. And I don't think Kansas City's defense can just stop you guys. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be. And their defense is not that bad, but you have to have an elite defense to hold the Eagles to twenty points or. 21 points like Mm -hmm. it's hard yeah and Jalen Hurts doesn't he hasn't shown a sign of stopping they're cooking bro and you're gonna have to go up there and guard a lot of godly receivers yeah it's tough like last their last game first drive Devontae Smith Mm -hmm. one-handed snatch give me that like it's plays like that that set the tone for the rest of the game and if Philly goes up with the points at the first drive or they get the first score of the game, catching up with them is not easy. You can't play catch up with them. Yes, the Chiefs have an amazing offense. So mm-hmm. I can I can say that they can go up there and put up points with you guys. But I don't think they're going to be able to get as many stops as Philly can go and say, you know what, I, I need a stop right here. I think Philly's defense can go get a stop. They have the pass rushing. They have Slay in the corner. You know, your safeties are good. They're just all around a way better built team. And that's why I'm going with Philly. But it's not by a landslide. It's by, like, a strain of hair. Because that boy, Patty's too good. And after what he mm. did last week, you know, you can never count him out. That's, when I, that's, that's where this is just so yeah, tough. Yeah, because if it was anybody else, I'd be like, yo, this is, a, this is a gimme. This is a... Here you go. Just sign it over to the Philadelphia Eagles. I think if we're but playing it, the Bengals, I would feel that. Right now, and I know that probably, you have probably, probably. I, I'll give you that one. You know I'll what give I mean? You that one. But Patty's. I know. After yeah, what he just did, yeah, yeah. On a on a bad ankle at that, threw for three twenty six on a bad ankle in the cold. Yeah. Now we got to play him in Arizona, in the dome, and like and he's got a you, week to recover. Like I was it's gonna be you, close. I was telling you a couple of days. Like Patty's probably having the best two weeks of his life. He's probably being pampered every single day. They're massaging him at any given time. They're making sure that his legs are good, his ankle's good. He's not putting any pressure on it. He's getting all the nutrient, uh, all the physical therapy that he could on that ankle. Mm. Shots of whatever, like he's 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 gonna come and he's gonna he's gonna light it up, bro. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, this is gonna I've be this is gonna be one of those. Is like remember. Um, the Dodgers and Astros World Series when yeah. they won seven and every game was just a freaking show. It was like yeah. home run after home run, double after double. It was like nonstop action, like a lot of scoring. Yeah. And I feel like this is what this is what's gonna happen in the Super Bowl. It's gonna come down to who's gonna get the stop when they really need to. Cause I bo- I I definitely think they're gonna put up a lot of points. Hurts can score at will. And Patty can score at will. Mm-hmm. Who's going to get the stop? I think that this game is going to be a high-scoring game, like you said. I'm also going to go with, obviously, the Eagles. I'm going to take the Eagles 37-34. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. But I, it's going to be tough. I think the Chiefs are going to make the Eagles work for it. I think they're going to get Kelsey involved. I think Travis Kelsey will have a touchdown in this game. Oh, so, for sure. So if you were like looking at the bets right now, I'd definitely look at Kelsey anytime touchdown score. Maybe for first sure. one of the game. If it's not Kelsey, maybe Goddard throwing out out there. You gotta watch I, out for I, some of these I'll tight take, ends, or you know, I'll right take, away. I'll take Goddard for first touchdown before Kelsey. But I think with where the because I just think you guys are just gonna win to the toss. I don't know for some reason I just feel like <laughs> the Eagles. It's just yeah. meant to happen. Yeah, I think that Lane Johnson's a big difference maker. If he's able to withstand Chris Jones the way that he dealt with Bosa there in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. If Hassan Reddick's able to get to Patrick Mahomes, perfect. That's where I think the Eagles will find a way to win this game, but I think it happens late. I think the Chiefs, just because of who they are and the fact that they have this, like, dynasty run. I'm pretty sure they have their first 20 plays already set up. I know. The Chiefs are are just – they're quick, though. Mahomes can get the ball out so much faster than Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. They're able to protect him better, especially off that ankle. And if he has any time to move, he will run. He has the the time to make anything happen. 
Because he's going to let it go. And he's been there. So I think Jalen Hurts, this is the big moment. This is a big stage. I'm tired of people hearing, oh, well, you know, Alabama, this, that, and the third. That's no, why no. I went to a – no, 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 no. This is a different man. Jalen Hurts got us here. The Eagles are going to be there. I just think the the difference in this game is really going to come down to as long as the Eagles set their marks, they, they're going to win this game. I just think they, they have a little bit more than the Chiefs. And that's where they they can beat them in the trenches late in this game. And don't get don't that's get, where that's where it's gonna it's gonna don't turn get around. behind two possessions, Chiefs or or the Eagles. The first team that gets behind a two possession game Difference. is fucked. I I agree because I think this is this feels like for this game to be close, it feels like one shot, two shot, like a boxing yeah. match. Every and time you, your your opponent scores, you must score. Mm-hmm. If not, you you you're drowning in the water. Oh yeah, especially like, but I will say like. If the Eagles are down 14, that's not good. If the Chiefs are down 14, it's not over just just either way, it's not over, but the Chiefs like have came down from big leads in in big games like that. For sure. And yeah. I think the Eagles can too, but I'm just I'll put that out there that even if the Eagles were up 21 like they were on the Giants at halftime where me and you were like, "Yeah, Giants got no chance." I'd be like, "Hold on, hold on." Like after Riri does her thing. <sighs> Great. Uh what are we watching this game? We may have a couple locations, couple couple uh we're couple leave- spots wanted to have us, you know. We're, we're leaving the crib. We may venture out on the road. Now the the Monday, if the Eagles win, there may be a trip to uh to the city. Let's, let's take the train. Yeah, there may be some things reservated. Because finding parking is gonna be a pain. Oh yeah, we're not yeah. We'll we'll we got some we got some things we'll we'll like, discuss after. I'm willing show. to drive, like it's just no, nah, no. Nah, yeah, dude. that's a conversation yeah. for later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll give the fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give not, the fans a location. Let's we'll, not. Jinx we'll put it. the drop like Uzi did for "I Just Want to Rock" uh, that music video. But let's talk a little bit about a couple bets. I want to talk to you some locks of the game. So, what do you think is a bet that the fans can take in this game that is an absolute lock? Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to say Travis Kelsey as an anytime touchdown score. What do you think your lock of the game is? My lock of the game is... It can be that if you think that is Jalen Hurts for a touchdown. Jalen Hurts for a touchdown. Absolutely. Gotcha. I like that. Check that out on FanDuel. Also, what about a score prediction? I'm going to take 37-34 Eagles. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go 31-28. 31-28 Eagles. Eagles. Check that out as well. Correct score. I actually hit... On first touchdown of the Super Bowl last year, which was Odell, I hit the score of the halftime and the game. Shit. The only problem was I threw like a dollar on those three things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we made out like a hundred bucks off of them, but Listen, I was like, shit. I was like, yo, those one dollar ten bets, bucks. It could have been a grad, but those one dollar bets hit so much better. You know why? Just a little bit more, right? It's like I bet a dollar and I won seventy, so I seventy times my 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 investment. Yeah. Come on, bro. That's insane. Yeah. Hey, but we can always say, "Oh man, it could have been seven hundred. It could have been." Hey, yeah, take what you cool. get. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Appreciate it, but uh, I'm excited for this one. It will be on Sunday night. Riri's the halftime. You excited about that? I'm excited. Um, uh, Riri hasn't dropped music in a while, and she hasn't performed in a while, and she's coming off having a baby, and being married, and all this extra stuff. It's Riri though. Can't talk bad for about sure, her for sure, for sure. But I, I think she has a. She, not that she has any shoes to fill, but last year was Super Bowl's halftime show was pretty crazy. Yeah, you had Fifty hanging upside down. <laughs> you had Snoop, Snoop Dogg. You had yeah. Dre. You had that was M. crazy. Yeah, yeah. So she got to light the city up. Yeah, and it, on such a big Super Bowl too, like those two teams, mm-hmm. best teams in it. Their their conferences is like. Yep. I don't know. Let's see what Riri got. Riri's a great performer, though. Like, she, she rocks the show. It's just, does she have the rust off? Mm-hmm. And I'm not thinking that she's going to have a bad performance, but I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know what to expect. What songs is she going to sing? Like, we don't know. I think that Rock Nation and Jay-Z, ever since they had that deal with the NFL, oh, of course, they're gonna have has elevated hip- yeah, the yeah, halftime gonna, show a lot. But that's, that's, when, that's why he took the deal, and he was going to walk away from the deal for that simple reason. Like, he, you know, he wants to add... A little bit of more culture to the Super Bowl because, you know, you know, it's it's not often that you see, like, a hip-hop artist on a Super Bowl performance. You mm-hmm. know, it's more like a rock and pop-based mm-hmm. performances, you know, which, you know. Yeah, Travis not, Scott, but it was with Maroon 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's like, you know what it is, but yeah, for sure, like, so 
with him stepping into the plate and you know giving us more of that that urban culture and that hip hop culture you know it's for sure like not only that like hip hop is the number one genre of music in the world like that's the mm-hmm. most consumed music in the world and we don't have to not perform those kind of records and those massive records that like hip hop basically gives you the biggest records yeah in the country in the world for a whole year straight like you have some pop but you know that's mingled in with hip hop mm. I like also the theme too like uh, last year was in LA they yes. stuck with the theme obviously yes. Riri Arizona is not really much no. of a theme but you know what I think it just gives it a different look bro and yeah. not only that it brings in a new viewership yeah, because everybody watches the 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 halftime show. Everybody watches the football. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Super Bowl for the commercials and stuff. Yeah. So now you hear, oh, Rihanna's performing a halftime show. Come on, let's go in and watch that. It's like like with the Grammys. If the Grammys don't have great performers performing that night, yeah, people are not gonna tune in because they don't really care to yeah. see people come out and just give an award to someone. All right, mm-hmm. you won best album for this, or you won best performance for that yeah. they're, they're tuning for the performance to see who's gonna put on the show and that's what brings the crowd in so for nfl to have more hip-hop artists i think it's definitely good for the culture yeah it's gonna be super exciting this whole super bowl the whole experience that is 6 30 on sunday yes, arizona on fox chiefs eagles I'm ready to go, Jose. We'll see what happens with the yeah, Super I'm, Bowl. I'm ready. I'm for sure. We we in there. You alluded to the Grammys. Uh, I want to touch on maybe a couple things with it. Yeah, for sure. Couple good performances. Jay Z had a good performance. I know, Little Baby. There was you know some questions. Yeah, with Little Baby just mumbled raps all the time. Like you're a great rapper. Why yeah, can't we, you go <laughs> out there and rap your it's, songs? It's a tough stage, but I digress. But uh, when you have a minute. Or a minute song, or you, all you have to do is rap one verse. I feel like artists should go out there and not lip sync. You can rap your verse on your number one song mm-hmm. that you're getting paid tons of money to perform for. So come on, it's like stop being lazy. Let's talk about the rap album that won Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. So he defeated DJ Khaled's album, God Did. Future, I Never Liked You. It's almost dry by Pusha T, which I know our boy Juan, shout out yeah. Juan, was very hype on that, and Jack Harlow's album last year. I, I like this one. I, I honestly think it should have been Kendrick. Not saying that Future or Pusha T didn't have good albums because they yeah, had they great did. albums. But if you really listen to Kendrick's album and just across the board. It was a great board, work of art. Yeah, it really was. It was a great project. It's not a song. It's not an album. We were talking about this the other day. It's not an album that it feels like Drake in 21, like her loss where you could just bump it, just throw it on. Yeah, yeah. With Kendrick's, you really want to digest it. You really want to sit there. You really want to get the whole feel. I you want to get the message. Play it in the car, listen to it. It's a really, really good album. And like, it is. I feel like with getting the message, is also like, play the whole thing through, you know what I mean? Because it, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a big story. And a lot the of project. things he touches and the way that he says it, it's quick. It's just very well written, well wrapped. I think it was the right winner. A lot uh, of current event metaphors, you know, yeah, lifestyle metaphors, but it was definitely a great album for sure. And uh, I also want to touch about the Quavo offset situation that happened. It's kind of one of those things where backstage there seemed to be an altercation. They said there was a fight. It didn't look like a fight. It just seemed like there was an argument going on. Yeah. About you know a tribute to Takeoff, uh, R.I.P. Rest in peace. Yes, of course. And. Um, Seem to be an altercation there between uh, Quavo and Offset. Jose, what do you what do you think about this? Do you think Quavo should have been like, you know, come on stage with me, or do you think Quavo should have been like, you know, do you think? Because I think Offset sure. wanted to be there, and Quavo was like, nah, I'm gonna take this, and he got obviously upset, no, obviously noticeably, and then Cardi was trying to be like, knock it off, and it was just a whole thing, and now it's it's not a good look because at the end of the day, this is taking away from the tribute for for Takeoff, obviously. Yeah, um, what's your take on it? I think definitely Offset should have had some kind of part in that tribute to him. Even though it's Quavo's song, like, I understand that. But you guys are known as the Migos. You guys didn't come up as single artists that eventually, you know, merged together or made an album together. You guys came up all together. Yeah. So you will forever be known as the Migos. You're not going to remember for just Quavo or just Offset or just Takeoff. Is the Migos. Yeah. 
So and I and I completely understand that it's Quavo's song that he wrote it for him and that's his nephew or cousin. I'm we're not too sure. Like I always get it confused, but <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel Offset. It's family though, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Offset should have been in the tribute some way somehow, and I guess Quavo didn't wasn't too fond of that, and he didn't want him to. But it's just been a mixy situation because the Migos have been broken up for a couple years now, and we never really like found out what stirred what and why the breakup happened. Like that's that shit that's like behind the scenes, behind closed doors. That's family shit. Like yeah. that's brother shit. Like that's none of our business. We don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Understand? And just the circumstances of what happened with Takeoff and how his life was taken. You know, we never know what. If that could have been fixed, or if if it, if it ever was fixed, so it's just it's just a mixy situation. Hmm. But for Quavo not to give Offset that opportunity is like it's kind of whack. And obviously they have their beef, which I think has yeah. a lot to do with a a lot of this. But I think that's where it's just like, boy, I don't know. It's like one of those things you got to come together, especially in a tough time like that. But yeah, yeah, for sure. Like anytime something like that happens, it's like. Whatever happened before, like that shit is that shit's not even a factor anymore. Like we lost a brother, we lost a a friend, we lost a a a, a son, an mm-hmm. uncle. Like that's bigger than music. That's bigger than anything. Beef, yeah. That's bigger than money. Like that's something that you know you got to come to as a family together, and that's what family, you know, that's what family do. And for some reason, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. And yeah, apparently, this probably still. Something going on there, for sure, because I don't see why Quavo would not want Offset to be there. I do want to touch about something else with the Grammys that probably Juan would be saying we got to touch on. But best rap song was The Heart, Part 5, by Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Now, get this. It beat Push and P, Gunna's song, obviously. Churchill Downs, Drake and Jack Harlow, God Did, and Wait For You. I don't think that should have won. What do you think? I think God did should have won it or way for you. Bro, this is exactly why I don't watch the Grammys. I get I, I give him the rap album. Give it to Kendrick. I get it. You could say he beat Future and push push it T. Okay. But rap song, the hard part five, I I'll be honest, I don't really bump that, you know? No. God did? That was that was a classic verse. Churchill Downs was even Yeah, that was another Push class. it P had people saying it. Yeah, yeah, that was and then wait for you? Come on. I don't know, bro. <laughs> it's just like, uh, it's the Grammys, bro. That's just what they do all the time. It's just, just what they do. They got Beyonce a lot of awards, though. She does yeah, have, like, Break was, that was is, That's a banger, though. That was, you can't that was intentionally done. Yeah, she be out there. That was intentionally done. And not only that, it's like. <laughs> she the, just wins. It's like the 50th year of hip-hop celebration. So they wanted to give it to the. Rapper, so I I guess where that's where that went. But hey, yeah, and Ken- I don't take anything away from Kendrick Lamar. No, like, that man is yeah, he's, goaded. <laughs> yeah, he's goaded Come for on. sure, top tier. But one of the best rappers in the game. I don't think that was the best rap song that yeah. year. But then again, it's like, I mean, Drake's verse was crazy on Force Hills Downs. It's not um, a bad song though. The hard part five. It's it's what just, song? What song did Future have? Wait for you. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't consider that a rap song. No, yeah. I would consider that more like a hip hop song, R and B song. Churchill Downs though. That was Churchill Downs. Was maybe definitely it was because Harlow's verse though. Well, I thought Harlow's verse was Harlow's. He held his. He held his own. There was that one verse. But he Drake, had, or, Drake literally. Bar, like, oh. Drake barred him to death. I know. And yeah. Rap circles around him, and told him like, "I'm still him." But if you think about it, yeah, that was probably the best rap song. If you think about I it, guess, but, hey, yeah, but, but yeah, to each his own, man. It's I guess like, so. Yeah, congratulations to Kendrick. Yeah, congratulations. For sure. to the I, don't, I don't ever take away anything from Kendrick for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, that was the Grammys. A lot, lot going on out here. But uh, Jose, I also want to also want to touch on if you have a movie, you got to know a movie here. We're all in the mix here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, check it out with Jonah Hill. You people. Um, it's brand new movie came yeah. out twenty twenty three on Netflix. Uh, kind of crazy. That uh, this movie, it's pretty funny that he has a podcast and he works in like a law law firm, I guess. Or yeah. Like, well, he whatever it is. And uh, he also has a podcast and it's kind of this funny movie, but a lot of stars in it. Uh, Jonah you, Hill, you check Lauren it out. London, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. 
Um, Eddie Murphy played a great role. What's her role. name from uh, uh, Seinfeld? Right? No, it's not her. It's not her. I, I when I seen her, I no. thought it was her too. But it's Elaine from Seinfeld? That's not her. No, that's not her, bro. Really? Shit, yeah. I'm fact. gonna check that out. We're gonna fact check that. Can we get our guy here in the still? Yeah, let's check that out. Oh, Nia Long was in it as well. Ooh, yeah. I'm trying to think though. I thought I could have sworn that was. Uh, it mean, is. It is. I told you. Is it Julia? The Frey, the Freyas? Oh shit! Yeah, Elaine from Seinfeld. Oh man, I don't want to say she looks older, but she looks older. Yeah, maybe a Laura. Laura London's in it as yeah, well. Yeah, Laura London. She's beautiful, bro. God bless yeah. her. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Nip, bro. Yeah. To the goat, man. Like, of course, all forever. Yeah, but I, uh, I mean, what you think about the movie? To for me, it was like, it was cool, but it just it just went back. Like it it, it was. I think it was the wrong timing. Like, it was cool, but I didn't like the fact that, like, they put, like, black family versus Jewish family, like, yeah. in the midst of all this shit that's going on right now. Yeah. And people losing their jobs and contracts and shit like that. Yeah. So for you to do a movie based on that right now is, like, I get it. Like, that's probably how a white family will act, and that's probably how a black family will act. But, like, yeah. that shit is, like, just it's so played out, and it's, yeah. like... Mm. You just stir the pot even more, cause now you you rise the conversation up more and more and more, and it's just it's like you the the more the the conversation is had, the more people like separate from each other, and I feel like it's like shit like that just divides us. Like it doesn't matter what walks of life you come from, whether you're gay or bisexual or straight, black, white. We're all fucking people at the end of the day, yeah. man. It's like. Judge me for 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 me for for my character for who I am. Don't judge me for who I like to lay with and who, like you know, shit like yeah, that. It's like yeah, you it's a constantly like battle with like this divi- the division like yeah. And I feel like us as a as a nation like we're just so divided by the simplest shit ever. Oh, you're Democratic, I can't talk to you. Oh, you're Republic, I can't talk to you. <laughs> oh, you're LGBTQ too. Come on, just like. Love people for who they are. Accept exactly, people yeah. for who they are. Like Amen. we're all we're all human. Like well we said. all we all breathe the same air. We all bleed the same blood. Like this shit just gotta stop. And like with movies like that, like I I I get it. Like I understand where mm-hmm. you're trying to go with it, and you're probably like trying to like bind people back together. But just like the storyline, it was just to me there was like a lot of cringy parts with like. The yam, oh, not the yamaka, the, the kufi being burned is like, yeah, it's, 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 it's not needed. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's, it's too it's, much. It's extra. Yeah, I feel it's like extra. You see the like that sarcasm that yeah, he's poking yeah. at, but then mm-hmm. it's like overdrawn, and I felt like it's and with a, the white mom, like the way she saw like the black family and the yeah. way the black family saw them is like you open up the conversation for like for people to act that way. Yeah, like you're 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 putting more of a light and shine. On the stereotypical things, like try to cut that shit off and just make it a make write the story about true love. Yeah, like like I felt like it was there, but at the end of the very well, movie, it was like yeah, the yeah, last yeah. five minutes. It was yeah, like, like, why didn't we get a whole? Yeah, that would be our peaks, but we don't want to give away too many yeah, of the, yeah, for sure. the movie of the week. Check it was out. Was it though. a good movie? Yes, yeah. like it has new a lot movie, of stars. Ni- nice shots too. Yeah, for sure. Like you could definitely tell it was probably low budget. You know, it was a typical Netflix film. Like yeah. A lot of hype but, on it, though. Uh, t- I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah. If you were to ask me, like, okay. is that one of the movies, like, you would say have replay value, I probably won't watch that movie again. Like, it made it, it was to cool. It, it was cool. It made it to her uh, movie. Movie, yeah. of the, movie of the week, I guess. So. For sure. Maybe we'll throw sure. out a couple. It's got and the hype around come on, it. So. You got Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I know. You Laura got Jonah Hill. Did, yeah. uh, what you call it, Jonah Hill. That's, like, that's star-studded, and, you know. Oh, yeah. Nipsey Hussle. I mean, God bless his soul. I may even mention it. But Lauren London... You know, this is like her first big appearance mm-hmm. on a movie since you know the passing of Nipsey Hussle and stuff. And like, and they paid a small tribute to him, which was you know fire and well respected. But yeah, I, I just probably won't probably go back to that movie. Yeah, but check it out. Let yeah, us know. Yeah, definitely for sure. I think I think it's a movie that definitely you should watch with like a friend mm-hmm. or your girlfriend or whatever the case may be. It's a cool movie because you know it's a little love story and you know everybody's a sucker for a good love story in a yeah. film. But the concept of it, it was just like, it was cringy for me at times. And, you know, I try to stem away from all that division shit. Like, we're all the same people. Like, 
I don't judge you by the color of your skin or your sexual orientation. I judge you for who you are, yeah. how you carry yourself, what conversations we have, you know. Mm. So for the rest of that, it was like, mm. Amen. It's not my cup of tea, yeah, for sure. Amen. So Amen. check it out. Check it out. That's our uh, movie of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, obviously, we started with LeBron and we moved into the Super Bowl and then, you know, we covered the Grammys and uh, the movie of the week. But another big story that I want to touch on uh, here tonight: Kyrie Irving yeah. going to the Dallas Mavericks. Jose, let's talk about it. What do we think? What do we think? Um. Oh, I'm, I'm requested right. a trade. I'm w- I'm ready for it tonight. I'm definitely down to see it. I just don't think. Before we get into the the whole Luca, and Kyrie thing, let's get into the fact like. The Nets made the worst trade ever, bro. <laughs> like, you're gonna tell me you traded, Kyrie Irving, for Spencer Dinwiddie, bro. Like you had Kyrie. First of all, Brooklyn is a team with no assets. They gave everything away for James Harden. Mm-hmm. They blew everything up for James Harden. They have no assets. Yeah. This was your opportunity to go and get some assets and get something in return for Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving and you brought back Spencer Dinwiddie. You traded a dollar for two quarters and 50 pennies. Your, your investment didn't come back. If you trade Kyrie for a dollar, you got to get a dollar back. Mm. Mm. You didn't get anything back for him. Spencer Denny was there in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, traded him for Kyrie. So now you're gonna trade Kyrie back for him. Not only there that. was a lot of offers on the table. Look, but the owner wanted to be petty. I don't want to send anywhere Kyrie where he has a, a a chance to win or a chance of being happy there. So I'm gonna send him to Dallas. Dallas also fucked up because let me they, hear it. I want to hear this. They got rid of a lot of good pieces. Spencer Dinwiddie was their second best scorer on that team, and he worked in that system. Yeah, they got rid of Reggie Bullock, who was a knockdown three point shooter in the system for Luka Doncic. Dorian Finnis Smith, right? Yeah, yeah. He went too. He went too. So it's like you guys got rid of everything that helps Luka to get something that. Yeah, it may work with Kyrie, but guess what? Kyrie's not a let me stand here and wait for you to pass me the ball so I can take an open shot. Kyrie needs the ball in his hands. Mm. You got two players that are not really too good without the ball in their hands. I think it can work if it depends like how the defense plays them. Like they usually double double team Luke Luca, but that was before when it was just Luca. So we'll see how do you play him man to man? So we'll see. He's out tonight, Kyrie's debut against the Clippers tonight. We'll see how he does. I think he'll be with the Mavericks to the end of the year, and I think based on the He's performance. He's out of there. It's based on the performance. I think first of all, this you, guy you gotta. Ha, I, I still think the team that's got that sets the gold standard right now is the Celtics, and then out west it's still the Warriors. You know, as no, far the, as the, I, the West is up for, for grabs. But I still think it's the Warriors because they they, they were lost there Kyrie. They losing they losing Curry for the season. You think he's going? Yeah, he has a torn him? ligament. I did see him like grabbing that he left the other night. But uh, okay, if he's out, and that changes things. Because if he's about, healthy, oh, I would still let's think talk the Warriors. about Kyrie and Luca. Yeah, uh, look who they have to face in the West. They will have to face Luca. I mean, Luka, not Luca. Jokic and Jamal Murray. Yeah, that's a combo. You will have to face Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. That's another combo. I know, but I still when, think if, if you, they can't guard any of those, players. I want to see what Luca does. AD, they, they're terrible on defense. Kyrie can't guard a soul, and Luca doesn't play defense. They're d- defensive liability. What you did was you got rid of your lockdown defenders who can sit there and take wide-open shots. It's the same system as LeBron. If if you're in LeBron's system, all you have to do is play good defense and hit open shots. The offense runs through him. Luka Doncic is the same thing. The offense runs through me. I'm going to go to the basket. I'm going to draw double coverage, and I'm going to find the open man. You guys, all you have to do is knock down open shots. So why did Kyrie and LeBron work, though? Where do you think it wouldn't work with Kyrie and Luka? Where's the difference with that? What do you mean? Like when the Cavs were able to get past the Warriors, right? Kyrie was a big part of that, and Kyrie and LeBron were able to do that. Why can't the Mavericks have that same success that the Cavs did? Because LeBron can play off the ball. Mm. Luka can't play off the ball. Where are you going to have him sitting on the top of the key? You're going to have him on the wing? 
Now the defense is different. That's what I'm with saying. LeBron, like, do they play him? Well, LeBron, you have to double regardless. I know, yeah. Because now you're having, like, that's a question. Like, okay, so if we keep that example, if they play the Clippers, and now you got Kawhi going, man, on Luka, and mm-hmm. now you... You got Paul George locking Kyrie up. Mm, I still think and Kyrie's going to... guard I still anybody. think Kyrie's going to get a basket. But I think For it's sure. also, how is he going to also guard PG yeah. the other way? If, if PG performs, you know? If you score 24 and give up 30, then... Your 24 doesn't mean anything. I think the way that this works with the Mavericks is we have to see a kind of, like, look, I'm not trying to, Kyrie is my favorite player in the NBA. No, Kyrie's an animal. Absolutely. And I love seeing Kyrie take over the games. Every player has flaws, and those flaws are being exposed in the postseason. Yeah, and I think it worked better with KD than Luka because KD wasn't trying to be as mobile. He can stand there and shoot over whoever. Luka's a guy that I feel like LeBron says he gets to his spot. So I think it's going to be interesting. Does Kyrie maybe say, you know what, I'm not going to take this to the basket. I'm going to give it up to Luka there, and he's going to hit this simple elbow jumper. I want to see how Kyrie, does he evolve his game? Does he take this trade and say, you know what, I want it out of Brooklyn. I want but this whole new start with Luka. We're going to be like a two combo or not. That's 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 the question here. You know what's my input for that? Yeah. Kyrie has shown that he can be, he can be Robin. Okay. He doesn't have to be Batman. Yes. He showed that with Braun. And then wanted to go to Boston Luka, to be that player. Luca has shown that he's not going to be Robin to anybody. Yeah, I'm I Batman. I have the ball in my hand. Jalen Brunson is, look what he's doing with the, the Knicks. Yeah. He's averaging almost, what, 23, 24 <laughs> he's points, He's catching right? a bucket. And right? he doesn't like to give the ball up. Now, and he's, I know, yeah, so I see where was, you're going. He was he was cooking on Dallas. When, yeah. that, when, when, when they needed points... That's who they were going to. And he found, just like he finds ways now, he was finding ways to, to score. He was only averaging about 13 shots over there with, with Luka. That's not enough shots. You, there's no way you're going to tell me that um, Kyrie's only going to take 13 shots. That won't work. Yeah. Luka is not going to be like, all right, here, Kyrie, you run the offense now. What is Luka going to do? Well, Besides the pick and roll, I think Kyrie probably will have some success now because Luke is kind of in and out of injury. So I think he may have a good start. Yeah, with but the Clippers. that's that's what's but bad. When that's does what's, I know when does Luca come into that lineup? How Luka's does it affect like, it? Luca, with, with all the talent that Luca has, and I don't take anything away from Luca, but by far, Luca, I wouldn't say that he's selfish, but. He he, because he he does average a lot of assists and he does get his team involved. But I just don't think that he's gonna play second to anyone. Yeah, usually every highlight you see of Luka Doncic is yeah, a bucket. You see something of of Jokic. There's an assist. Mm-hmm. There's there's something he's, there. I don't think, and that's not to take it away from Luka. That's just the players. He's a walking bucket. That's what he does good. So now you need a guy. Like, see, here's my thing with the Mavs. They had all these pieces and they really weren't helping Luka. And then Kyrie walks. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying at least Kyrie, you, I, I can't like I can't fault the Mavericks for trying this. I can't fault them because no, that's, I th- that's a bad trade, bro. But I don't I, see. I don't know about that because I still think if they didn't make this move for Kyrie, I still don't think the Mavericks would have got there. Even okay, with, that's fine. You know what I mean? So if that's if fine. it doesn't work with Kyrie and he walks at the end of the year, why not go after a guy like Chris Middleton, a nice two guy? Think about Luca and Chris Middleton. You have somebody like that where there's questions if he stays with Milwaukee or if he leaves or whatever. But a two guy like that that's willing to share the ball and play number two to Giannis, you know, that's a guy that Luca needs. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that going out trying to get Kyrie is in any way, shape, or form a bad business decision. It's no, not. and it could be because Kyrie has shown that he has no loyalty to any team or to any player. We get it, whatever the case may be. But that's not what we're talking about. My thing is, you're taking, you're imploding your team. And you've re- you've basically built this over the last two years, yeah. t- to work out for Luca. Luca doesn't have these numbers and isn't winning these games if you guys don't put those pieces around him. And you've guys found the pieces around him and his working. And now you're gonna go trade all those three pieces for a couple of months of Kyrie so Irving. Think, so okay, so if I, you were to I keep think you Kyrie, think you think it's gonna backfire. You think it could be worse than what they're playing now. Okay, so I see where you're no, going with it. Long term, absolutely, because now wow, you okay. got rid of three pieces for for a guy who's shown he has no loyalty to any team. Yeah, I don't know. He probably doesn't want to play in Dallas. Can we make me and you let's make a bet. Since I wanna say the Mavericks will be above five hundred with Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. Will you take them above 500 or below 500 for the re- remainder of the year? I'll take them. I think they'll be above 500. Above. I'll take above. Okay, okay. But 
they can make it to the Western Conference Finals and Kyrie will still not resign there. Hmm. Wow. So now you 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 literally I'm excited for what else yeah, happens in yeah, the you, you 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 you've basically shitted on Luca. <sighs> yeah. Cuz now you got you got rid of his pieces and Kyrie's going to walk no matter what happens at the end of the season. They can make it to the finals. Kyrie's not staying there. I feel like Kyrie really wanted to go play with LeBron. He is, bro. That he that's the only place where he can go and is going to win. And I, I don't think Dallas is going to offer him what Kyrie wants. Dallas may be just the safe landing out of Brooklyn because there was a lot of headaches with Brooklyn. Like, if you look back, I think it's crazy now where how the Nets are kind of dismantling and whatever they do with KD now. But if you look back to when it was Kyrie and then it was KD and it was those two and then what can they do after that injury? And then they added Harden and the fact that they didn't even get to the finals is kind of crazy to think but about. But you know what this, this is? That's a, crazy. Because KD was what? Just like a couple inches back if his foot mm-hmm. wasn't on the line and they could have been there. And then Giannis went on to win that chip. But, you know. You, you know what the Nets prove? What does that prove? That, that just because you have a lot of money and you can go out and buy any team that you want, that it's going to work. Hmm. You know what's going on right now in Brooklyn? Their management is shit. They don't know. They don't have anybody up there making the right decisions. First of all, if I have you under contract for the next four years and I traded everything that I had for you and you come to man a trade within two to three months, I'm not trading you. You have to live up to 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 that signature on that contract. Mm. Figure it out. Mm. Simple. Yes, and I do understand that some players, you know what, they should demand trade if they're not in a, in a good situation. And and I see why. You guys literally had three potential Hall of Famers in the same roof and couldn't work it out. But this guy, Cam Thomas, is catching a bucket, and nobody's talking about him. Yeah, and then you know what they and do? And he's young. And you know what they do? Then they go trade him. He's dropping. He went 44, 47, 43. Feel me? And you got somebody like that young. The management in the Nets front office is ass. They don't know. They're not doing the right things. When I seen the owner, I'm like, that guy probably doesn't know shit about basketball. You need your boy from the Mets out he there. Looks like he's, he looks <laughs> like he belongs in Silicon Valley. You need your boy from the Mets to go take over the Nets, too, while he's at oh, it. Oh, Steve Cohen? Yeah, your boy. Make I better business decisions than nah, what they I got want, in there. I want him to buy the Knicks, but Steve Cohen, they're not going to Well, let yeah, him. I mean, that's a me and you thing. Well, he's but. doing the baseball, man. He's, he's going to be spoken about forever. We're getting there. We're coming close. He, he's going to be. He's changing the game. But. It goes back to the Nets, yeah. bro. Every from, if you don't have a good foundation in your front office, it doesn't matter what talent you bring around. There's no respect. Kyrie didn't have respect for his coaches. He didn't have respect for the owners. Durant doesn't have any respect for them either because we're not going to leave him out the boat. No one has respect for anyone in that office, and that's yeah. why everyone is walking. Harden walked. Kyrie walked. The only thing they can hold on to now is Kevin Durant. Amen. And if he did Demand the trailer, like, yo, I'm out of here too. They were saying he's going to the Suns. There's nothing there for him to stay. He's gonna go play with Ben Simmons. Nah, Ben Simmons need to go play football or something. Not even he's too fragile. Ben Simmons go model or something. You a waste of a NBA contract. You a waste of NBA talent. Like it's despicable mm. that you're six, seven feet tall with all the talent you have. You can't get seven points, seven assists, seven rebounds. Jose Come talking. On, Go Come ahead. On, Yo, so, we, we also have a breaking news as well. The Lakers are finalizing a deal to land D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt. Ooh, I like that. And Minnesota would get Connolly. That's wow, nice. What a, a woes like bomb that. right there. You see that? Oof. Wow. So D'Lo. Bye bye. What's 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 Westbrook? Wow. We were just talking about him in the podcast. Get him out of here. Wow. So you got D'Lo. Yeah. You had to, bro. Smart. You see. You see. Like how for for prime example, we were just talking about the Nets. Kyrie's gonna walk this year regardless. Yeah. Go get something good for him. You didn't get shit in return for him. Russell Westbrook is gonna walk regardless. This is last season. Go get something for him. Yeah. They went and got three pieces. Hmm. The Mavericks could have made that happen. No, but the Mavericks, they wouldn't. They D'Lo were. may have been your better option to Luka. There's a guy that, pro- well, you know, I never know what D'Lo, D'Lo. Yeah, man. There's so many good games on tonight, too. Yeah, but uh, 
covered a lot in this week. Also, yeah, we I guess for Super Bowl weekend, I wanna I wanna also say waste management. Phoenix Open this week, elevated event on the PJ Tour. Every big name player playing. I'm throwing Rory out there for a win this week. I'm gonna take him. We'll check it out. It's a uh, 16th hole. They got the stadium atmosphere there in Arizona. That'll be that'll be a good vibe. You wanna bet a big coin on that? I've, I'm thinking about throwing a hundred on Rory. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really thinking about. It. He's hot right now. Yeah, you got bitcoins. He's bro. coming. He's coming. He's coming. But check it out this week. That starts Thursday. That's in Arizona too, along with the Super Bowl. We got Riri. We got a lot of things happening. Yeah, it's lit. Jose, uh, any last thoughts on the pod tonight? It was, it was a fun one. Just it recapping. was a fun one. I just feel like the week is not over. Like, yeah, there's so much going on this week. I know. That I'm ready for this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if we would have done a recap on Monday of everything that happens this week would have been fire. I know. But it's just it's a lot. I know. I know. But uh, Super Bowl weekend coming, Jose. So you know what that means. Big news coming, too, with uh, with the podcast and the team here. We'll be sure to fill you in on that next episode. I think we could we could unveil that on the IG. Yeah, we'll have to. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to unveil that on the IG. We'll we give you out too much right now. Yeah. But, Jose? It's up and it's stuck. Thank you for tuning in. I love you guys. Keep supporting. We're going to keep giving you this work. There's a lot of stuff going on. Baseball's coming. Playoffs is coming. It's lit. We in here. It's up and it's stuck, baby. Go Take Birds. Care. Go Birds. Go Birds.